Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. As you can tell from the slightly different style of music, this is going to be a slightly different style of episode. It's something we call Story Chat, where we sit down with an author, a filmmaker or any kind of storyteller really, and talk to them about their life and their work in a real fun and laid back way. So sit back, relax, unless you're going for a jog, then run faster. It's story time. Hello guys and welcome to this episode of Stories the True and the Fictional, or Story Chat as we like to call it. We have a wonderful Australian guest this time. I know we like to talk to people from overseas, but this time we're we're close to our shores um, and... Uh, but before we bring him in, this episode is brought to you by Rebecca Castles and the Rising Dawn series. Check it out on Amazon if uh, werewolf romance is your thing. Um, and characters modeled off Henry Cavill. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Jason Matheson, how are we? How you going, mate? Yeah, good, good. Just um, clocked off from a week eight of school. There's only two weeks left. Everything's falling apart. The threads are... <laughs> unwind kids are going nuts it's good it's great <laughs> fantastic how are you going ryan i've got good mate good just uh another day living the dream you know living the dream yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I can <laughs> well jason for those that may not know um who is jason matheson ah uh jason matheson is a husband and a father of three boys um two of them have finished school one of them's in year 10. He actually went down and checked out a nuclear reactor in Sydney somewhere because he wants to oh. do that sort of thing when he gets older. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, watching The Simpsons pays off. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Oh, and I've got a dog called Charlie and cat called Mary. And, uh, yeah, I work as a teacher and I'm um, a librarian at a school up in the Hunter Valley. It's very cool. And I highly approve of naming dogs people names. Yeah, there's just there's just something about animals and having uh, human names as we call them. Well, sometimes I call him Charles. It depends. Oh, on, oh. yeah, Charles, <laughs> Charles. Is, yeah. is that where he's wearing a bow tie and a top hat? <laughs> yeah, he's invited some mates over for poker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's generally drunk when I'm talking to a Charles. But, yeah. but he doesn't. He doesn't listen to me. He doesn't care. Yeah, you hear a lot of people name their pets. You know, that you've got a lot of. I hear a lot of Thor and Odin's and Loki's and all those kind of things. And you know, all all mm. weird names of like characters from TV shows and stuff like yeah. that. But actually, you know, naming naming your dog Char Charlie, I like I like it because we well, got um. We we got a cat and we named her Ripley after Eileen Ripley from Aliens, of course. You know, <laughs> the first say, yeah. I, I, as much as Jennifer Lawrence likes to say, the first female actress, actor, you know, action star. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But um, yeah, I always wanted to name them, you know, something like Bruce or yeah, you know. yeah. So actually, I got I got Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I know I actually know a dog called Bruce. Someone oh, there you go. Bruce. But um, yeah, I can't. I can't think who it was at the moment. Yeah, it'll come to me tonight. I'll ring you about. <laughs> I used to have a cat called Leonard. Um, oh, Leonard. Oh, yeah. This I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but this is one of my favorite stories because I was living. I recently just bought a house with my sister and brother-in-law, so I think I was 
21, I think, at the time. And they bought, they got a little kitten and they said, here's a kitten. We've called him Dash. And then they said, we're going away for holidays for three weeks. So for three weeks while they were away on holidays, I was like, Leonard, Leonard. <laughs> so I renamed their cat. And it only it I was priceless when they when when they came home and they were like, Oh, Dash, and it wouldn't even like listen to them. And then <laughs> I stuck my head in the door and went, let it, and the ears propped up, and I was just like, done, done. And then they said, The cat's yours now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cat whispering for sure. Yes. There you go. That was funny. Uh, there yeah. you go. Well, yeah. let's let's uh dive into these icebreakers. What do you say? Oh, absolutely. Like I said before, I've, I've overthought all of them. But, um, yeah. That's what yeah. we like to hear. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and this is, this is the moment where we tell you they're actually fake questions and we're going to give you the real stuff now. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I was actually contemplating that because I said to my um, offside, I'm a library technician uh, this afternoon. I don't know if it would have been better if I didn't have questions. But I don't think that would have worked either because I would have sat here and tried to figure out what to say. So yeah, yeah good idea. Good idea. So we have a we have a round two for returning guests. So if you do come back on when when down the track, we do have a round two because we had a we ended up having a couple of people come back. So I thought we can't That's ask them the same questions. We need new questions. Yeah. So all right, I'm gonna kick off with the first question. So yeah, yeah. the first question is um, you're more than welcome to answer this twice if you want to do the political answer and then actually say what it would be. You can yeah. more, more than welcome to do that. Um, if you could get rid of one thing in the world, what would it be? All right. So I've had since Saturday to think about it. Uh, <laughs> the first one, there's, there's actually three, but it won't go very long, I promise. Uh, first one is apathy for renewable energies. I just feel that we're not paying enough attention to that. And, uh Yeah. I really want uh, like a Jetsons car as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> uh, the second one is fear of AI. Um, I'm a big Asimov fan. And uh, in his writings and stuff, he's actually got a more positive spin on how I, AI will work with us rather than against us. Um, so, yeah, I, I reckon um, less fear, more hope is a good thing. Um, and the last one is is like a selfish one for myself. Uh, I was at a cafe on the weekend and there was, I was eating a pie. It was a very nice pie. Uh, but if I could get rid of one thing uh, personally, it would be Dancing Queen by ABBA um, because they yes. played it twice in a row. Twice in a row. Um, while I was eating a pie, it, they didn't mix. Pies and ABBA don't mix. So. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, yes. I don't think I've. I can't think of a situation where I um, I have ever been in in the presence of both a pie and ABBA. So look, well, I'll, I'll I'll go with that's you. That's because I don't mix. No one should go there. <laughs> <laughs> Not once, but then they played it again as if it was on repeat. Oh, okay. Um, repeat. Yeah. Look, yeah, hearing it once every ten years is okay, but yeah, <laughs> but in in terms of the AI, I I I might have to jump on the bandwagon with you there and put down my readings of one essay Connor who said um, that uh, AI is bad and avoid all con all avoid all contact with companies called Skynet. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Look, uh, great. Yeah. I, I think they're doing. They're doing. I mean, I, we, it's become a lot more prevalent lately. Um, you know, we did an episode on this where we actually created um, stories 
we chat GP was it chat oh, GP, yeah. GPT yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd never used it before, and uh, it was very interesting. Very interesting at mm. in how it came up with things and suggestions and 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 pretty decent scoring. So mm. look, yeah, technology is just going to keep going and going and going. It's just why why fear it when you can embrace it. Well, that's the thing. Um, at, at the moment, like at school, for example, we use it to differentiate. I don't know if you've ever or remember having um, like books with uh, readers in them and they say the kids read through them at their different yep. levels. So you can do that on chat GTP. Oh, wow. Like, just like that. So, and, but then we also make them for um, the theme, whatever the theme is, like if it's Egypt, then it'll be about mm-hmm. Egypt and they'll be exactly the same uh, stories with the, the titles and stuff or sort of non-fiction-y stuff. But um, yeah, and then differentiated for the kids to be able to read them. So I mean, that's that's awesome. So it takes yeah. away that administration time. It's great. So are you are you in primary school or or high school? No, I was primary school for a, a while, and um, yeah, now I'm in high school. I'm actually doing a uh, literary uh, English thing, which is a crossover to get my ticket for high school teaching English. Um, cool. So I get to read like all these different genres and stuff all the time. It's absolutely yeah. awesome. Awesome. So I would definitely recommend something like that. It's great. Oh, wow. Confidential was the last one I read. So that was, that was amazing. <laughs> so oh, do you have any trouble, um, before we jump to the next icebreaker, um, with students trying to pass ChatGPT as their own work or? Uh, not yet. No. Not yet. <laughs> um, but I'm sure, you know, it's it's coming. I don't know. Uh, there was, there was <laughs> There's some about software. The- yeah, there's, there's software you can get which will you could use it to scan the, you know, the document or whatever to and it can give you a percentage rate on on whether it's it's like ninety nine percent these has been created. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So when when kids because we've got our own uh, learning management system and things and when you do upload your tasks and stuff, it does go through a, a plagiarism oh, software thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's all happening. Oh yeah, it's already happening um it's because if 100 percent, if 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 i had chat gpt when i was in school all the time everything just yeah <laughs> I, would have, I mean i i was so um i don't know wanted to do the minimal minimal thing as possible i mean yeah. i rocked i rocked up to a history exam once and they said well it's going to be one of these three topics we're not going to tell you which one mm. and then five minutes like while we're lined up to go into the exam i just turned to one of the kids and went Oh, tell us all about this one. <laughs> and then I went in there and it was that one. That one, perfect. <laughs> and I was perfect. just like, you know, <laughs> I got away with a lot. I got away with a lot. Sometimes it works. Sometimes yeah. it works. But you got to remember, we went to school at a different time, Jamie, too. So, yeah, like, I know. Yeah. You know, that's, this is talking 20 odd years ago. Like, uh, I. Dude, I'm no, like, 30. 30? <laughs> no. I, I, well, I left early. I left in oh, two thousand and no two thousand end of two thousand. Wow! Yeah, that was the same as me. So I finished up in year twelve. But now my sister's a my sister's a um an English teacher in uh, Rudy Hill in New South Wales. Yeah, and um yeah, she some of the advancements that you know that you guys have gone through and, and since like my sister's four years younger than me, so we basically went to school during the same era, and yeah. um some of the changes she'd seen the you know, come through the system. It's absolutely amazing with the technology that becomes available. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're all using, like I started, obviously, well, you guys finished in 2000. Um, yeah. I, uh, when did I finish? I finished um, 1990. 
Oh, wow. So, so yeah, I actually had a 50th last year. Um, well, okay, I will say it's not just a flatter, I guess, but you don't look 50. No, well, I bathe in milk. I bathe in milk like Cleopatra. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> kind of enjoy it. Bit, yeah. you know, silky, I mean, silky you, feeling. Then once you finish, you finish your bath, you just put some cornflakes in and off you go. Breakfast is served. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. That, well, <laughs> be in there for a while. You have to eat fast. They go soggy very quickly. <laughs> I can actually oh, uh, see that. Um, yeah. It, it, it would probably be a better combination than Abba and pies, but um, oh, I, I don't guess. Well, I, I'm sure the last thing you want to talk about is work. So let's uh, let's move oh, on yeah, to sure. your um bucket list. Uh, tell us yeah. something that's on your bucket list. Okay. Uh, okay. The, so there were two things, uh, but I took one off. But I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm reading the Hyperion series. Have you ever seen that? It's a science fiction thing. Anyway, uh, the first one was amazing. So I've just started reading the second one, the the Fall of Hyperion. Um, absolutely incredible dan simmons his name is um and it's got reviews in the back because it's an older sort of thing uh older sort of novel um stephen king's actually wrote i am in awe of dan simmons so oh, wow. yeah i know right i know <laughs> wow. so, you know plagiarize that for sure that's going to be one of my <laughs> <laughs> just cut and paste <laughs> um no but um so i was going to say you know like get mentored by someone like dan simmons or like a really got great um author but i'd really like to meet george miller um mm -hmm. he's kind of a bit of a hero of mine and uh the, the problem is uh we, we went out to broken hill a few uh years ago 2019 17 something like that and uh went to the mad max museum and went mm -hmm. to the silver oh, Park. Nice. absolutely amazing um yeah. uh, but ever since then there's been people in our life that um have met george miller except for me Oh. Right. Always me. like even just last weekend my um sister-in-law met the stuntman who was on one of the motorcycle stuntman for um mad max the first one where you know where they sort of get the yep. the bike hits the guy in the back of the head or yeah. yeah yeah so he was one of those stuntmen and so they spent like an, an hour talking to this guy so she's messaged me to tell me all of this stuff and i'm like oh, <laughs> that's fantastic good on you yeah. like yeah, you don't have the novels of mad max you don't have to anyway <laughs> So um, there's a lady also, there's a family down in um, Vaucluse. And uh, when I was doing the book launch, uh, I said, we need a we need a guest speaker. And uh, she said, oh, look, because she knew like George Miller. She actually mentioned um, my book, Buzz Bond, to George Miller at a go. Oh, awesome. I know. So I'm yeah. a big deal. Um, not that George will remember a thing. But um, yeah, yeah. She said, oh, well, what I can do, I can't, I, I know where he lives. I send down a book and I'll put it in his post box. <laughs> so again, I didn't do well, yeah, but I didn't do that. That's pretty weird. Um, yeah. So, but my, there's a uh, mate of mine, he's a pastor and his son has just made a movie called, um, oh, well, Wilfred Gordon McDonald Partridge. It's a kid's book um, about an old lady. Pretty sure it's Jackie French who wrote it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he's made, he's made this movie, but Bruce Spencer's in it. And Bruce Spencer was the gyro captain in Mad yeah. Max. So yeah. my my mate, um, the pastor, has gone down to make breakfast for the crew because that's what his son asked for. And um, he met Bruce Spence and just spent like two hours talking to Bruce Spence, who was apparently a very lovely guy. So if I had, if I could do anything, I would love to meet George Miller um, and just have a really, really decent chat with him. 
you got to break through that barrier of, of one degree of separation. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. Just... I know. It's a Kevin Bacon thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, let me yeah. through. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. But yeah, you know, Furiosa is coming out, so that should be good. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. All right. Now, the number, question number three is, in your opinion, what is mm. the greatest sitcom ever made? And you can put down... We, we like to give guests. You can say what, in your opinion, what is the greatest one that's ever been made. And if you've got a favourite that's not that one, you can let us know that as well. All right. Uh, well, uh, I so when I was growing up, MASH was a big one, of course, um, and that was pretty cool. And the ending was amazing. But uh, for me, my favourite, and it's actually English, um, Black Books. Have you ever seen Black oh, Books? Oh, yeah, Black Books. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thumbs love up. Black Books. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love Black Books. Dylan Moran is amazing. We went and saw him at the Civic Theatre in like oh, a new Awesome. Uh, yeah, does he, that was... does, it, does he still does he still smoke and have a glass of wine yeah. as he does I, stand up? <laughs> he didn't smoke, but he, yeah, he had started drinking again. That was part of his yeah. his act. He's, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. said he because he, he quit for a while apparently. And yeah, I don't, he's, I don't he's think I've seen it. any any snippets, any videos of his stand up without him having wine. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he was awesome. It was so good. It was so good. He's a very funny dude. I remember hearing a um a radio interview on a, a show I used to listen to on Triple M. Uh, we they had him as their guest, mm-hmm. and um they neglected to tell him that the um the interview was at nine a.m. the night after he did a show. Uh, so he he rocked up at about nine thirty, and I swear you could not understand a single word he said. <laughs> um, it was it was um it was in the in the heat of like. It was they they put up the whole interview. He was coughing a lot and then slurring, <laughs> and I think it was still, I think he was still drunk from the night before. But I thought, there you go, that, that's that's classic. Why not? Why not indeed. So... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. That was yeah, about, was I think that was about fifteen years ago in the height of everything. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's he's and but this time around he was you know he was a bit older. He wore baggier clothes. He didn't have the big black jacket on kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a very reflective kind of Dylan Moran. Um, reaching that age, I suppose, as you do. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, black books, absolutely love yeah. it. 100%. That's a very, very, very good choice, I think. Yeah, you know, I remember the. I, I remember my. I think it was my mum or my grandmother that introduced me to black books when I was yeah. about 15, probably about twelve or thirteen, and yeah. um, loving parents and uh, yeah, yeah no, I, I can't go past that. That's a very good answer. No. I love my British comedy, and I think that's kind of what got me into into that. Area because I sometimes prefer British comedy to American comedy. Totally, ninety percent yeah. of the time, you know. Yeah, absolutely. What about um, have you seen the Mighty Boosh? Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Bits, I bit, love I, the Mighty Boosh. Bits and pieces. Yeah. I preferred. I pre- actually preferred their stand up. The um, yeah, yep. like Noel Fielding. He is so funny. Um, yeah, especially yep. in um that other show. What's the other show? IT Crowd. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I think Crowds is one of my favourite shows of all time. But because I grew up, like when I was in university, I studied computer science, so I absolutely love oh. the IT crowd. I grew up with that, and, and then that that put me onto like that put me onto Mighty Boosh, and then I've got so, like I'm, I'm a big huge of Age fan as well, so I've seen yeah. everything he's done. So, yes. Yeah. 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 Now I agree completely. Agree with all of that. Yeah. Um, right. Anytime we want to get together and we'll do a big streaming, yeah, exactly. Of, uh, British comedy, completely yeah. do it. Awesome. Well, yeah. well, let's get a little bit more out there, and um, 
do you have a zombie apocalypse plan? Ah, uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, uh, so there was always the thing about do they walk slow? Do they run? Uh, one of the kids at school asked me, uh, is it more like a, a Last of Us kind of thing? And I don't know what the difference mm -hmm. is. They, well, they, they move when they sound, don't they? They're technically not. I, 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 controversial. I don't think they're zombies, act, actual zombies. Um, well, I'll go, I'll go tell that kid and, and yeah. his little heart. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but so what I would do, um, I would like to, uh, instead of running away and stuff, I would try to disguise myself like Bill Murray did in Zombieland. Yes. I think that's the girl <laughs> and just sort of take over and uh, try to make a, a brand new civilization uh, where I was ruling as the lead zombie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great, horrible. great film. No, yeah. I like that. Did you see the second one? You... Um, yes. Yeah. I did, but it was a while ago though. Yeah, well, I can't remember where that came. It was ten years after the first one, but um, yeah. <laughs> I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was, they were very good. They were very good. Yeah. All right. The final, last and final question, which is my favourite one. Um, yeah. so Mister Elon Musk has given you a call and he's offered you to test drive his new electric time machine. What yeah. do you do and where do you go? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Elon Musk and testing um, things uh, was kind of a problem for me because uh, his rocket exploded. <laughs> There's that, yeah. Um, so I don't know if I get in. Uh, I was talking to the same boy about it who uh, was talking about the, the Last of Us zombies, being zombies. Um, and we decided that what could possibly happen in that scenario would be that you get in the car and you take off and then your body is broken apart into different times. And uh, if anyone ever got to the point of um, following the, the lineage of that body, they would find that every 200 years, a piece of the body dropped out into a certain time frame <laughs> and put back together. That so, is um, very creative. Um, yeah, yeah. Points, like for, points for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the kid liked it. The kid thought it was pretty cool. Actually, no, now, um, now you got my brain going because that would be like, imagine the stories you could do just from one dimension where they find this arm. Yeah. And then, like the no detectives, the detectives, the, the detectives are looking for a murder, and you know, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I had other ideas about you know uh, going back and telling myself to start writing earlier, but um, you yeah. know, um, yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's my answer. I think I like it. I'd be worried about Solid. getting Elon Musk made. Until yeah. it actually doesn't explode. Yeah, well, see, only two people have caught on that it's test drive, you know, like, they yeah. always, they always get, yeah, but but I like to think that it's at the point where it's like, okay, it's good to go. Um, you get to take it for a spin, kind of. Yeah, it's not yeah. on the market or anything, but. um, Yeah, it'd be an interesting, um, yeah, it'd but, be very interesting. Because, because I always say, if someone was going to invent time travel, it would be him. <laughs> like. Yes. That, you yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, well, even uh, where else, where else could you possibly? It's like what into the future and see how everything ends because eventually. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. that's more that's more risky because you know how you how, how you don't how. know what you're going into. Yeah. You know? Yep. You know? Totally. Yep. I mean, yeah. I might go a day ahead or a week ahead, gra grab some lotto numbers, and then come back. That's, right. <laughs> oh, that, that's like a generic answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. going. I'm just going to go sports almanac, that, yeah. and um, you know, just find out yeah. who wins it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd like to go, I'd like to go, I reckon I'd like to go maybe 50 years, 50 to 100 years, just yeah. see what's going on, maybe bring back the PS67, 
and oh. um, you know, and 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 play The Last of Us twenty eight, and um, you know, just, you know, because it's just going to keep going on and on and on. But no, I just um, I think I'd like to go fifty to hundred years, either past or future. Yeah, I think future is more appealing to us because we yeah. don't know, like we can we know what happened in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. You totally do. The future, yep. we have no idea. Like we could end up back in the in the Middle Ages because of, you know an yep. EMP goes off or something, and you know you never know. Like a massive terrorist EMP, <laughs> and we're back to Knights of the Round Table kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> or it could be the complete opposite. We could be up in space, and you know, I, I you never know. And I'd like to go uh, fifty to a hundred years because I'm I'm forty one. I might not. I probably won't be here in fifty years. Definitely won't be here in a hundred years. So I'd like to see what I'm not going to, what I'm going to miss out. Yeah, on. what we're going to miss. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I'd like to go as far into the future as possible. I reckon. Well, I don't know how far's too far. We're living <laughs> that, in that, that's that's the risk. Know. That's the yeah. risk. You know. <laughs> there, there's no planet left. What happens then? Yeah. Well, exactly right. Exactly right. Exactly right. You never know. It could be. Could be could be a hundred years down the track. Could be next week. You never know. Yes, yep. that's the right. way that we're going at the moment. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. All it takes is one Uncle Joe from the USA to slip a finger on a warhead, and we're all <laughs> up the creek without a paddle. I tell you. Uh, so, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's about as political as we get. Yeah. No more. That's 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 the last political reference you'll ever hear from me. <laughs> that's a good one. All right. Well, thank you for answering those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, no problem. Thank before, you for asking them. Before we dive into uh, more about <laughs> you and your wonderful book, Buzz Bomb, we're going to take a quick ad break. Greetings. We're technically a conversation, a podcast for curious people by curious people. Every week, we take turns presenting a new topic and the other host has no idea what the topic will be. We strive to educate in a way that's loose and fun. Our topics are all over the place, from light and funny to dark and sometimes spooky. Some of the topics we've covered include urban legends, civil rights activists, vampires, pop culture icons, the supernatural and occult, spies and espionage, science and astronomy, and other weird and random things. If any of these topics interest you, give our podcast a shot. Listen and subscribe at technicallyaconversation.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Parental advisory. We might use strong language. Have you have you ever bought or rented a video that wasn't quite right? Maybe. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that, you know. Yeah. Turns out, I read, I you know, I poked around, did a little bit of digging. I went on Shoreline and saw your bio there, and I noticed we have two things in common. One, mm. we both used to play in bands. Oh, uh, yep, yep. And two, we've both written stories about cockroaches. Right. Okay. I I did I did a little far side style comic in high school. Yeah. Um, it was just like random cockroach drawings and um, based off real people in my um, school. 
Oh, I'd given them. I'm I'm just writing a story. I'm just writing a story about cockroaches, so I could be part (laughs) of this group because I was in a band as well. But that's fine. Just leave me out of conversation. But yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, look, I'll, I'll, I'll. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'll throw some pictures up. I still, I think I still got some laying around somewhere. Um, Yeah, definitely do that. But um, yeah, no, it was like basically only one kid gave me permission to use his actual name, and that was Kieran. That was Kieran the cockroach because he looked like a cockroach. Um, you know. <laughs> but it was his idea, so he said, "Yeah, use it." And I, I think he said, "If you, you know, if you oh, is that something, here or something? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, it's weird. It's really hard to describe. You just look at him and you think cockroach. You know, cockroach, straight up. Yeah, we we had a lot of fun with with Kieran because uh, we had the whenever we had a substitute teacher, and you probably know about this. Um, they do roll call, and but instead of asking you know everyone's name individually, they go, "Who's not here?" And we, yeah, right. and we'd all go, Kieran, but he's he's in a different classroom. So you, you then you get a classroom that says he's here in the classroom, <laughs> says he's not here, and he's not lying. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was lying. Yeah, yeah, can you tell I went to a private school? Um, <laughs> uh, it was I fun. teach at a private school, so awesome. Yeah, I know all about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. you just tell us, well, you know, there's two things to talk about. But just tell, tell us about your band days. Because me and Ryan both played in bands back in the day. We played uh, 90s punk rock pretty much. But um, Oh, okay, um, yeah. What, what yeah. was it like for you being 10 years ahead of us? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, well, back then. Actually, um, <laughs> when we were recording, we, we actually used the reel-to-reels. Um, so that was interesting. Oh, and then awesome. As we, as we moved on we actually saw the crossover into um yeah computer technology and stuff like that so i mean that's one thing i suppose but yeah just uh really enjoyed it um we used to play in newcastle and then on the weekends go down and play in sydney and uh different pubs and stuff down there we take our cassettes and um <laughs> to the crowd and all that sort of stuff and then come home and i'd go back to Woolworths, nightville <laughs> vegetables yeah. <laughs> one day i'm gonna make it um yeah. yeah so that was great um yeah a lot of rehearsals a lot of good fun um yeah just played a lot tried to write originals um had a few covers the covers we chose were like alice in chains and things like that oh, and, yeah um i wasn't really into that sort of stuff because i was i kind of liked um like I almost, I don't know if it's Motown and stuff, but just more soulful, melodic stuff. Yeah. Going on. Um, yeah. And I think I was, I was probably a year or two older than the guitarist who was choosing all the songs as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to do like Fortunate Son by Credence. Um, yeah. And they'd never heard it. So, and that was the other thing too. Like these days, and I still think about it these days, you know, if, you, if you're in a band, you'd be like, oh, let's play this Spotify, you know, straight yeah. up. Whereas yeah. back in the day, Hang on, I'll go to a shop and buy the album, or at least order the album, and it'll be here in three weeks, and then I'll yeah. share. Or, or stay up <laughs> listening to Rage. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and then yeah. waiting, waiting for the song to come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I did. I did that. I had the, you know, listening to the radio on the weekends and hitting yep. record and then <laughs> pausing it and making Every sure time. that you didn't get any of them talking over the top of it. And yeah, yeah, you know, or they cut it off at the end with them yeah. talking. That's yeah. Oh, that used to annoy yeah. the crap out of me. Yeah. They used to be. Yeah. I used to be a big Guns N' Roses fan back in in the day when I was a lot younger. You and, are part of this group. The... You are part of this group. <laughs> <laughs> it used to annoy the crap out of me when the 
that you, you'd have it on Triple M or whatever it would be, Triple J back in the day, and they'd play November Rain, and the, the, the announcer would just talk all the way through the really yeah. amazing... <laughs> yeah, you feel um, like driving in there and punching him in the face. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, and then my uncle finally got me a copy of Usual Illusion One and Two, and then I didn't have to worry about it anymore. But yeah, oh, just... and then your then your uncle just walked in and started talking over the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Uh, did you go see him in Ah, yeah, I saw him once when they were down here at Eastern Creek a long, long time ago. Oh, I, think. I went to the Eastern Creek concert. Oh, did you? Well, Two worlds yeah. collide. Two worlds collide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that was cool. Um, yeah, no, I took, well, so we went when, I don't know, like, okay, so I'm a massive Gunners fan. Uh, I've actually got Chinese Democracy signed by Axel. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, nice. I got it in um, San Francisco. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so uh, I've t- my wife and I went down with when she was pregnant and um, it was so loud, but it was with, like, when Axel Rose just had a band that wasn't Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Um, and so... It was getting towards the end of the set, and she's like, oh, "I'm actually feeling like I'm having contractions." And I'm like, <laughs> "Just hang on, Paradise City's the last song." <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound bite right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would have been it would have been perfect if she'd given birth during Sweet Child of Mine. There you go. <laughs> oh, absolutely, They're very small seats though. <laughs> very very cramped. It's a very cramped area. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. would have got security over there going, mate, you only paid for two seats and they're clearly three of them now. So <laughs> off you go. But oh no, I remember that concert because I had a mate who lived um he lived right next to the Great Western Highway and he literally stood on his back veranda and could hear the whole concert. Oh, even wow. like East, Eastern Creek probably about another fifteen Ks down that way and he could hear it. It was that mm. loud and that full off back in the day. And yep. he was able to he was able to hear the whole thing from his back porch. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said to me. He said you should have come over and stood on my back porch and saved yourself 110 bucks for a ticket. So, yeah, right. but, yeah. yeah, we did that with the Rolling Stones up at the Hunter Valley. Rolling Stones oh, came wow. to the Hunter Valley, and um, there's a big estate near them um, called Bin Badgen. And um, yeah, we went over to a mate's house and just listened to it there. Nice. And he put up, he put up like um, videos of Rolling Stones on the wall on his projector, and wow. yeah, yeah, it was very cool. I would have liked to see my, my wife's seen uh, the Rolling Stones. But yeah, I didn't see him. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Music, music was so much better back. Then uh, we're going to sound like old men now. Music was so much better <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Seriously, like I, I haven't been to a con- I haven't been to a concert. Well, I tell a lie. Me and Jamie went and saw Weird Al Yankovic earlier this year. Oh, um, really? But, did yeah, you see the movie? Yes, yeah, we yeah, did. We, we, yes, we saw it. We saw it um, a long time before it got released on Paramount Plus because. You know, when you when you go on the high seas and you know you can see things a little bit earlier than when you're supposed yep. to. But I, yep. I watched it about five times. It's so good. I love that. Yeah, movie. yeah it is. It's very cool. It's very yeah. cool. Daniel Radcliffe is he just it's just all over it. You know, it's it's the yeah. most as he said on stage. It's like the the most accurate biopic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially when we're with Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and totally. and Pablo Escobar, such a fan, oh, you know. <laughs> that was so good. But, yeah, but, I, um... I I love that that he said, look, it's he wants to make you guess what's real and what's not because some of it's actually true. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, and you got to like, pick. Yeah, like he really yeah. did. He really did um, record his first single in like a bathroom. Yeah, 
he his parents did buy him an accordion from a door to door salesman. You know, but they didn't just beat the crap out of him before they. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was, it was funny. I, I watched after watching the movie for the first time. I, uh, I went on YouTube and watched a documentary, and his parents are the nicest people in the world, and they're yeah. insanely supportive yeah. of him. And you watch the movie, and you're like, they're scary people. <laughs> well, you have to have uh, that in artist, don't you? Yeah. Oh, definitely. You have definitely. to have an, a tra- traumatic upbringing, and yes, you know. yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. Without that, you're nothing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there you go. Wow. This has yeah. turned into the music podcast. So, uh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I, I, no, I, no, don't, I don't think we're all complaining. At least it's not the literary I'm not podcast. I just, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. There's one person who's downloaded this episode going, when are they going to start talking about books? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or pronunciation, because from our last two oh. episodes, <laughs> our last two episodes have been with Americans or people from overseas. Yeah. And, we're oh, talking, okay. and, and we always bring up like how we say things wrong and I'm not going to do it again here. Go back and listen to the other episodes. But, oh, yeah. no, no. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it once now and because I know Jose will be listening. So, Jose, I love you, but it's emu, not emu. 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 <laughs> no, no. We, did, we did a crossover episode with a podcast called Technically a Conversation, which was a great podcast. I've been back. I've been um, uh, binging their back catalogue while because I'm an Uber driver, so I've got oh, lots right. of time where I can listen to stuff in between. So I've been mm-hmm. been um, going through their back catalogue. Fantastic podcast, but we we did a two hour crossover <laughs> special hundred <laughs> episode, and I had to hear the word emu be said by emu about 167 yeah. times, and I I just say, guys, we love you, but it's emu. Yeah, but but we did correct them on Aussie. Um, oh yeah. Because, because Aussie, yeah, Aussie. Aussie. The Americans are Aussie. Like Aussie. Say, it, say it like Aussie Osborne for Black Sabbath. Aussie, Aussie. That's how you say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you sound, sound like a South African. Exactly. Exactly. Bagpiper, diehard, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, you have this anyway. book called Buzzbomb. Buzz Bookie books. Bookie um, books. Yes. Yes. That, that's that's all the time we've got for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming. <laughs> No, look, look for the first thing, and and I'll be honest. One of the first reasons I wanted to get you on is because like the cover art grabbed me right away. I'm going like, what yeah, is 100%. this? It was, yeah, it was so awesome. I sent it to sent it to Ryan, and he was just like, like freaking awesome. You know? Yeah. So we must judge a book by its cover, right? So you have to judge book by its cover. <laughs> I judge everyone by their cover, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even want to know after that. No, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, the the illustrations and stuff like that that was all done by um a guy called Matt Baker, and he's absolutely amazing. He's actually working on oh, yeah. um some novels in America and stuff like that at the moment. He used to work at Disney when it was in Australia. Um, he's just an, an amazing artist, and it's like the comic sort of sort of style, the graphic novel sort of style. There's just only one thing that he does because he also paints. Um, and there's been he's done like um real life kind of lines faces and stuff like that it's um he's absolutely amazing um so thankfully he's on he's on board for the second book um because yeah i i feel that matt baker is uh an absolute priceless gem for me uh, with, with my book and uh all that sort of stuff so yeah now he's a good guy so so how did how did it like did you have an idea in your head and you had to kind of translate it to him or did he spitball you some ideas um uh, yeah, I sent him. I sent him the uh, say the paragraph or the 
uh, a couple of paragraphs where the uh, picture was from, uh, and I thought this would be a good picture sort of stuff. Um, and then I sent him, so for example, there was like I'd sent him a picture of um, the type of person that I thought it would look like or something that yep. was inspiring, and then I just sort of leave it to him. And he would draw something, and every time I'd be like, "Yep, that's fine. <laughs> just do that. Just do that. That's amazing." So, yeah, um, it's actually uh, the the book cover itself because uh, he was a big fan of um, uh, what was that? No, oh, Thunder, Thunder the Barbarian. We were right into that for a little while, him and I, um, looking at the, the the illustrations. But um, we got onto um, the Evil Dead Part Three, the Army of Darkness. Yeah, it's kind right. of like it's got that kind of feel to it. Um, and if you look at there's a there's you know yeah. posters of the um, Army of Darkness and stuff like that, and it's very close to that. I was just, just looking out of there on my tablet, and I got those. Well, I got the uh, I saw you know you got Ash Williams standing up with the chainsaw on his hand, and I, I was looking at the front. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I can see that. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I was pretty happy with that. Um, but yeah, he's he was just incredible through the whole whole process. So yeah, time uh, it definitely grabs you one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's good, good value. Yeah, um, excellent. And yeah, just knows what he's doing. But like I said, he's a painter as well, and he does some amazing things with paint mm -hmm. as well. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, do you want to give us a, a brief rundown of what the overall plot of Buzz Bomb is? Sure. Um, yep. So Buzz Bomb uh, has a past and um, he's left his home in Sydney to travel into the Forbidden Zones um, where he finds out that things aren't all what his family was, what his tribe was saying, his tribal cockroaches were saying. Um, yep. He finds that there's a, you know, it's not just black and white, everything's a bit grey. Um, and he ends up in uh indonesia in a city called uh of makasa and uh he's saving some um baby wood borers from that from these electric caterpillars and uh and that's how he meets the captain the captain puts him on his ship and um they eventually are overrun by prawn pirates and um he ends up in the ocean and drifts and ends up on this um deserted beach where he um travels in and finds a, a cockroach village again, another wood cockroach village, of course. Uh, but all this stuff is starting to happen because there's a, a giant kind of um, cosmic horror-esque creature that's devouring a lot of stuff. There's an army of stink bugs that have taken it and put it in a cage and now are invading the coastland, uh, sorry, the coast, um, east coast of, of Australia. And, um, yeah, it, it just it falls apart from there um so yeah and there's you know there's love and there's revenge and there's a bit of horror in there i love challenging myself with um throwing my characters into corners and not being able to get them out and then mm. trying to figure out the you know a sort of a clever way or exciting action-packed way to get them out of uh trouble so there's a lot of that going on and uh in the end there's a bit of a twist well that's what we like to hear Twists are always good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, is the overall aim to to get people to like or sympathize with cockroaches and stop killing them, or? Yeah, well, I think <laughs> the reason why people don't like cockroaches is they're going to they're going to actually survive the nuclear war. Yeah. So people are kind of envious. 
Yeah. And I think they squash them out of envy rather than anything else. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I started using a cockroach because uh, when I first started writing it, we were in a house and it was full of cockroaches. And um, I thought it was funny at the time. And then it became a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask where the idea came from, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. clearly, yeah, clearly hang, hanging out with cockroaches will do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so what was your overall process like? Like, did you map it out and have points and or did you kind of write as you went? Yeah, so... Um, I actually, my wife is super supportive, which is great. Um, so I would, I thought, so I've, I've actually written the the three of them. Um, and for each one of them, I was, I was allowed to um, write for a week, um, a draft. So I wrote the draft um, completely because the kids were younger then. So um, she had to, look, my wife had to look after the kids uh, and I'd write just for a week, come out now and then get some lunch, go back in. Uh, it was amazing. And I did that for the three books. Sometimes I was in the shed. Um, the last one, I was actually in the shed and it was raining and it was uh, really intense, which is great because it was the, like I said, that's the last um, book yep. of the series. And it really was, that was, it was a great experience for me. But um, yeah, so I, I wrote three drafts. And so then I went back and started on the the first one and was working through that. And while I was working through that, um, I was also, like I was saying, doing the um, the course at uni with all the different literature genres and stuff like that. So I've looked at crime and uh, Victorian literature and things like that, um, uh, and Gothic literature and whatever else. Um, but uh, when I was doing that, I'm like, oh, that's how, that's how you know, the, these great people have written. Um, uh, and uh, using that those guys and um, writing again, not necessarily in their style, but just having that knowledge of that's what they, you can see what these people have been doing as you deconstruct the literature. Um, and so you, like I was trying to do that sort of thing um, and I become pretty serious about the whole thing and yeah, tried to get it published eventually and um, yeah, did. So, and then, so now I'm working on the next one, which that's a draft also. But because I've got this first one now, I'm, they, I'm, I'm sort of moulding the second one in light of the first one, um, and in light of the last one as well. So there is a there is a um, a plan and a pattern, but um, yeah, I like to leave it pretty loose because I think um, you know if if you nail something down too too much, there's there's not that freedom there to change your mind on something, especially if you know. Um, you, oh, that's great. That's the best thing you've ever read. And then you walk away and then a week later you come back and you read it and just absolute rubbish. Mm -hmm. um, you need that, that space to breathe with writing. And so I, I like to leave things um, fairly loose for a while before I completely nail it down and say, yep, that's, that's the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's good because it's, it's, I, I love the idea of, of being able to leave something for a while, come back to it with fresh eyes. Yeah. Um, because even when I published my book, I did the first. I first did it self-published and just did it all myself. I didn't know what I was doing, I had, yeah. you know, at all. And then I went there and did it on Amazon, and then I pick up the book and I go, "Oops, spelling mistake," <laughs> or yeah. you know, "This is wrong, that's wrong." And I swear I'd gone through it a million times, checking and checking and oh. checking and checking, and then yeah. I, I know where you I know where you come <laughs> from. Absolutely, I, I self-published a book before that as well, and then you you release it and exactly. I, I was yeah. looking at a certain page or something. And this big spelling mistake just stands out. You're like, oh, 
<laughs> it's just, and it's just flipping to a random page, you know. It's not like yeah. you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, yeah. It's a, but I, I love the process of it. I love the process of um, building these characters and uh, going along with them, and then, like I said, just throwing them into these um, dark, cavernous places and um, seeing what happens. You know, and it, it's okay if they get bloody. It's, yeah, it's better. I enjoy it when they get a bit bloody. So, so is be honest. Is Buzz Bomb in the school curriculum at your school, or are you working on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like one of those uni lecturers who say, "Well, you need to read my book if you're going to pass," and just I just leave the room at that stage. <laughs> well, well, I just wanted to say, Jamie, this podcast uh, has lived up to a tradition because I don't know if you can see it. You can't really see it. <laughs> no, it's I pretty blurred. I have gone out on board your book. David, Jason, sorry, I bought your book now. Uh, we like to say, we like to joke and say that um, I've, I've unblurred my background. Uh, you still can't really see it. Anyway, I just bought your book because you've just explained it so well. And it's, it's probably oh. just that this podcast is getting Ryan to buy more books. Um, so I, <laughs> yeah, I, officially, I officially have it um, after, just after hearing you. Talk. I mean, the artwork, the, the artwork, there you go. You can see, you can see it there. Okay. Yeah, the artwork alone was almost enough to get me to buy it. But then, just you know, having a having a chat to you so far, and the chat by far not over. But um, yeah, so, so I've just bought it. So yeah, yeah. thank you, you so much. Yeah, and, thanks very no, much. No, that's okay. Not a problem. Cool. I I I love this podcast because it, it's got me back into reading. I was mainly. You know, I I went through a period of life where I started off really young, and I used to read all the time. Yeah, and as you grow up and you go through life, you get married, you do all your stuff. It kind of, I've got books on my shelf and I've got books on my tablet, and I just never get around to reading it. But then when Jamie suggested the the author chats, it's actually yeah. got me. I I have read every single book that I have bought from the authors we've spoken to. Yeah, so right. I find yeah, so I'm looking forward, and I always do follow up. You know, in the next in the next week or two, once I've finished it, I will I'll get in yeah. touch with you and let you know my thoughts because I think it's, well, I I hope it lives up to your uh, expectations. Oh, it, it look, well, look, it's going to be the most different thing that I've read in the last couple of weeks, uh, last couple of months, sorry, and that's what I like. Yeah. I think I want something different because I've done a lot of reading in the last couple of months, and um, I'm always looking for something new. And I hate yeah. to, I like I love going back to the books that I've read a million times, but I also don't like it because I want new experiences. I want to discover new things and yeah. and and you know fall in love with a book all over again. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to cracking into your book tomorrow. Yeah, that's cool, mate. Thank you so much. That's awesome. No, no problems at all. As, as Jamie said, this is the reason why he has me on as a co-host, so I can buy all the books. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I didn't want you to think I was distracted not doing something. I was like, where I need to buy this book. Where can I get it from? And, <laughs> I just kept on yeah. talking. I figured you were looking at it right then, so I just kept on yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm an Apple guy, and it wasn't on Apple Books, so I just went and bought it on my Amazon account. So yeah, right. Just, yeah, so I'm looking yeah. forward. I might even start reading it tonight. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, oh, so and, and then he'll send he'll send you a 500 word essay. Yep. On totally. <laughs> yep. And then I'll start pulling then, it apart. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> and, and then I'll get an email back from Jason in a few days saying, look, you misspelt this. The grammar here is atrocious. Um, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where's, where's the uh, tension? There's no tension in this. <laughs> yeah. 
it's such an interesting premise and and you know I did do a bit of research before we, before we had you on but then just hearing you talk I love hearing authors talk about their own books because then you'll get you know you can you can hear the passion come across in relation yeah. to it so yeah. uh, that just makes me want to it makes me want to buy buy it even more but yeah. um obviously this is a, as I said it, to me it jumped out at me being sort of a different concept so how did you actually come up with that and how did you you know what what where did the idea come from uh I'm pr- I'm pretty good at linking things together. Um, I really wanted it to be Australian. I, I don't see there's I don't think there's any um, anything wrong with our country. I don't think there's anything wrong with our animals. All the animals in it um, are from Australia. I made sure of that. Uh, I found out some interesting stuff about the dain tree. Like there's uranium under the dain tree. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone. They'll they'll <laughs> dig it up. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I I just uh, think that we have a lot more to offer than um than we actually um think we have as far as literature goes um and we should really use our country to to the best of its ability as far as landscapes go um characters go we've got some great characters going on there's a there's a show i'm watching at the moment it is a show not a book but it's called black snow um it's got oh the guy... yeah i loved it with, with travis travis uh, the guy from Biden. Guy. yes yes so cool I know. Don't tell me the ending because I think we're on I like. Won't, I won't. Life. I promise. Um, look, it was that good that me and me and my wife binged it in one day. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And the cinematography and the color, uh, yeah. the camera shots and stuff, just beautiful, just beautiful. 100%. 100%. Um, but as far as literature literature goes, we got so many um, great literature. Uh, sorry, great authors that we can sort of aim to, and um, yeah, I think we we just need more of that. Just need more of that. Be great. Okay. Couldn't agree more. I'm with I you there. Agree more. I yeah, mean, my book's very, very, very Australian. <laughs> oh, absolutely, with your emus. Yeah, emus. However, okay. however, as you can see by the beanie that I'm wearing, uh, when I wrote it, I Hamilton had just come out. Um, okay. So it's a little more. Um, I like to say that it's it's very similar to the American Revolution. I like to think that the emu, emus emus broke away from the monarchy you know um yeah you know so it's there's there's a lot of uh presidential stuff in there as well (laughs) well i'll have to get your book as well that'd be great awesome i'll buy yours you buy mine done done Done. yeah that's awesome there you you go you've just sold two box books on your uh (laughs) on the podcast not not about for not about not about friday night there you go yeah Yeah, totally had pizza and a beer and sold two books it's great there you go Talked about your favorite band, you know, you just and talked about, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's, a, here's a music question, and I know I, I, I always say this to musicians, and they always go, I can't just name one. So, what what would be, and you can either for songs or bands, what's your top five of all time? Bands, oh, oh well, uh, I, we went and saw because I, you know, brought up my boys, right. Except they're all getting their own own opinions on music now. That's kind of uh, ordinary. But um, at least they're still using instruments in the music that they like. Um, so uh, my chemical romance. We went and saw them okay. beginning of this year. They were that was just incredible. They do a great they? stage show, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. They were just on point. Um, Gunners went and yeah. saw them. Uh, I think it was at the end of last year that we went and saw them. Yeah, it was actually end of last year. Um, what other bands I like? 
Oh, the Saints. I love the Saints yeah. um, and the Angels with Doc yeah. Neeson. Um, I read his biography, actually. That was pretty cool. Oh, is it any good? I've been, I've had my eye on it. I like, I love music oh. biographies. Yeah, yeah. So it does because it takes you through from the beginning right to the end um, oh, wow. before, he, before he passed on. Um, but then throughout, it'll talk about the albums. And so yeah. you just grab Spotify. And so when you're reading yeah. that part, you play some of the songs, you're like, oh, I know exactly where I they're like going. That. Oh, that's great. You know, like there's like this one that. with the howling and they were in America and they lost all their equipment and Cheap Trick came into their rescue and gave them all their equipment. Oh, wow. um, and so there, yeah, you listen to these things and you're like, you just get the context behind what was going on. So that was fun. I might have checked that out as well. Yeah, yeah, it's very I love, good. I love a good. I love a good music. I've, I've read so many good music biographies. Uh, yeah. Like that's the kind of, I love my I love my you know fiction, but I I find in the last ten fifteen years I've just been reading like, like I think it was Motley Crue's The Dirt that actually got me into reading music biographies, and then I've just gone absolutely crazy and any that I can get my hand on. So I might check that one out actually. Yeah, no, it is very good, and it's and it's it's super Australian. So yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. obviously with the oh, angles. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I, my, I'll agree with My Chemical Romance. I saw them with Green Day, uh, probably about six years ago at the Cricket Ground, Sydney Cricket yep. Ground. They yep. know how to put on a show. I tell you that. Yeah, so it's absolutely amazing. It's just like you know, some bands just get up there and just play the songs, but that was just. I remember seeing them and then seeing Green Day, and it was like the best stage show I've seen. Yeah, probably in my whole life. Yeah. No, they know how to do it. That's, that's oh, amazing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so they're all good. Don't mind the Jets either, Screaming Jets. They're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw them get um, signed down at the Bel Air in nice. Newcastle, so that was a bit of a thing for us. They were in year, like year 12, bands getting signed at Bel Air, at the Bel Air, so yeah. can't can't go past the Screaming Jets as well. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine. Tell me age, it's all right. <laughs> well, we yeah. really have turned this into the music podcast, haven't we? Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it's not very often we get to talk to musicians, you know, like we, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. It's like reminiscing. Like I saw the film clip that my band did for one of our songs is 10 years old this week. And I thought, oh God, 10 <laughs> years old. And then I think back and I, I, I left the band, I think about five years ago. And then they kind of just fizzled out from there. But I just, it feels like yesterday. But mm. then I saw that yeah. in my memories on Facebook ten years ago. You made this. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks yeah. And uh, and and then my band poached one of your guitarists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wasn't very good anyway. He's not listening to this. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't be. No. no. <laughs> it, uh, it, it, yeah. it was it was a strange poach because I I played rhythm and sang, and we wanted a lead guitarist, and he was just a yeah. rhythm guitarist. You know. Yeah. So, <laughs> two two well, rhythm like, guitarists. Yeah. Because we had two rhythm guitarists in our band because we didn't, unfortunately, the, <laughs> our lead guitarist passed away and we got we got another guy who could only play rhythm. So we had two rhythm, but we were punk anyway. Like, you don't need, really need too much lead in punk rock. So, <laughs> no. you know. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, there you go. And we, we just played so many gigs with Jamie's band that it, our members decided to just merge yeah. into yep. one super band. I think super you, you, you <laughs> borrowed our drummer a few times. Yeah, we borrowed Mitch a yeah. few times when when our drummer was too drunk to play. So there you go. Yeah, yeah that's fair enough. It's always good to have, have another because drummers are the hardest to find. 
like guitarists and singers and bass players, like we're we're all like a dime yeah. a dozen. Yeah. Dime a dozen. Drummers. Yeah. And yeah. it was so good that Mitch just came into practice a couple of times, learned all our songs so that whenever our drummer wasn't up to it or had something on or just got too drunk, Mitch could just jump in yeah, and nice. start playing. And he was uh, he was right. he was self taught too. Yeah, I know. When, when, we, when we started playing, he'd only been playing two weeks and he's just going, wow. punk beat, punk beat. And you're just like, how yeah. are you doing this, you freak? But but you'll, you'll get a laugh out of this, Jason. Um, yeah. My favorite story about Goz, um, Ryan, mm-hmm. is when we're playing in the city yeah. and um, he was worried he had too much to drink. Like he was kind of with yeah. it sort of thing. But he drove home. And he gets on the M4. I don't know if you're familiar with Sydney all that much, but um, yeah, we drove out a few times in vans from yeah, Sydney. Yeah, well, yeah, well. So this is like so basically from the Sydney to Blue Mountains, yeah, right? and and yeah. he and he lived in Blacktown. So yeah, he ju- he jumps on the M4, and every exit had an RBT. Oh wow! And he ended so up going nine? all the way up the Blue Mountains to like Glenbrook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until there was no more coppers, oh, and, wow. and then he went. I think it took him like three hours to get two, two and a half hours to get home. Yeah. And he said, "Well, I was sober by the time I got." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? But yeah, uh, I, I think he probably would have been fine, but he was just like, "I don't want to," you know. Yeah, there, there's always that. There's always yeah. that uh, worry, isn't there? I, I did the same thing coming home. We played a show in Wollongong. At, um, do you remember Dicey Riley's Jamie? Yep. We played, it was a venue in Wollongong, a um, really good punk venue. And I did the same thing. I reckon I wasn't keeping track. Like, I would have been right on the bo- – and I ended up driving and I got lost and ended up out of Cronulla. And, <laughs> I, and from Wollongong, when I live out west, and I, as I said, yeah, it took me about four or five hours to get home when it should have really only taken me about 45 minutes. But, um, God, I'll tell you, those were the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> We're not advocating drink driving at all, listeners. Not Please, at all. if you not at if you do not drink and drive, but, you know, yep. we made mistakes when we were younger. We were just lucky, not, lucky yeah. enough not to get caught. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I didn't drink, so I was always designated driver. Oh, so. you, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but oh, I always get. Yeah. Always... So was I. So was I. I was a designated driver. I'd always uh-huh. get the look from the cop. The cop would go, "You've been drinking." Yeah. Right? Go, and I go, "I don't drink." And they're like sure you know sure. whatever yeah whatever yeah. so then so then i just started saying not tonight you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man those were the good old days back when we used to play shows you play like friday thursday night friday night saturday night and then you'd have sunday to recover and then you'd go back to work on monday and then do it all over again yeah 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 yeah, I remember coming back to Nightfield sometimes uh, and just doing a short shift, like four o'clock till uh, eight or something like that. And so you've just been down at Sydney the whole night, dri- driving home in the van. There's been an yep. argument with your girlfriend and a, and a guitarist. Yep. And he's actually opened the side door while you're sitting on like 115 going down. <laughs> um, that happened one time, scared the bass of <laughs> like 18 years old and he wasn't happy. Uh, oh, didn't show up to another gig, unfortunately. Uh, but oh, yeah, wow. yeah, and then you get back to work, and like I said before, you just I'm I'm there in the fruit and veg place department. Yep. I'm just yep, okay, here we are again. Just what what did you play? Like what instrument did you play? Oh, I just sang. You said, oh, rock star singer. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I had a lot of a- attitude. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't at all. 
I tried to have an attitude, but really. No, that, really. That, that was like that was like me, you know, I played punk rock and I was just like so, you know, yeah, laid back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I was into um like I I got into Arthur and Bogue because uh you know Morrison and John Lennon were into him. Um mm-hmm. Bukowski, um pretty much because of Barfly. Um and I still love Bukowski stuff. Um, but I also Morrison, um, Jim Morrison poetry. I've got a heap of his as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my son's actually reading Pale Fire. Have you guys ever watched the Blade, the second Blade, Blade Runner? Yeah, oh, yes. I... With um, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, no, Ryan Gosling. A Gosling. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, um, um, when he has to um, prove that he's not a, a replicant, um, yeah. the poetry he uses is Pale Fire, and it's a ninety-nine. Oh, no stanza poem i haven't read it myself yet my, my son has he's a he's a freak yeah. um he's worse than i am um but yeah it's it's very cool it's a very cool poem if you get a if you get a chance to have a look at that okay yeah. ryan will just go off and buy it now i'll just say i'll just jump onto the high seas and see if it's available from yeah. my, local, my local website but yeah. um yeah oh there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, come I feel back. like I feel like you should plug you should plug your book a lot because we have been talking music. I think <laughs> more right. than more right. than you. Look, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Buzz bomb. I will. I will put Buzz the. Uh, was a crash car. Oh, that's going to be backwards. Is that backwards? This no, is bonus not. content. There's bonus content. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bonus awesome. content. Bonus content. Well, I'll, I'll okay, put all the links in the show notes. I'll put the artwork up on YouTube. Oh, um, nice! If if you want to um screenshot that or or send that to me, I can throw it up on our socials and um put it yeah, on cool. YouTube or however you want to do it. Yep. Um, yeah. Get some promo. So so apart from Buzz, it's Buzzbomb. It's Buzzbomb. <laughs> English Buzzbomb. Um, is that your only focus at the moment, or are there other ideas and other stories that you're thinking of um, getting, getting to? I've got a few other stories, um, like uh, like a, a futuristic kind of one with uh, kids at a school, and they call the school the factory. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I've got a historical one about a giant rat, um, rat monster thing uh, called A Life in Amber, and it's based in okay. and it ends with the Great Fire of London. It's like an alternate universe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a few things. Yeah, there's a few that I'm, I'm ha- having a go at as well. Um, but yeah, Buzzbomb is the the focus at the moment. Um, and I'm trying to, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm going through the second draft and um, putting all my new new skills that I've discovered while um, writing the first one, putting all those into that. And it's kind of like my um, my empire Um kind of book so you have you know, like star wars empire and then return of the jedi and then there's nothing else that that joke's for chris our other our other host um yeah, yeah. He, he won't listen to this he won't no. <laughs> yeah yeah he's got, so, too much, he's got too much to play. yeah <laughs> um yeah, yeah so, no. so out of the three like is the first one your favorite or, or like story-wise plot-wise um have you got have you at the point where you can pick a favorite yet or uh no no uh well they're they're, they're favorite i like them all because i've tried different things with them um 
uh, yeah, so in like in this second one, uh, there's this, uh, and it doesn't sound very exciting, but there's a, there's cave scenes with these things in the caves and um, mm. and describing the darkness and the caves um, was a challenge because how many ways can you describe, you yeah. know, dark <laughs> rocks cave, yeah. 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 <laughs> and dripping water and yeah. um, you know, the roots of trees hanging through the ceiling and all this sort of stuff. So um, just things like that. I, I enjoy doing that sort of um, thing. Um, but I've also got a, a at the end, um, Buzz Bomb fails and um, spoiler. Ooh. Infinity yeah. War. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, and then and then it goes into another one, and, and the last one is actually um, uh, like uh, the setting for that is pretty much um, coming down into Newcastle during um, when it was actually a proper steel city, um, and it and it ends there kind of thing on the at sort of Nobby's Cathedral kind of areas in in the middle of Newcastle. Um, so yeah, I, there's lots of different ideas. Um, and just making them all link together, and um, I just, I just love the love doing it. As uh, I'm sure you do too. <laughs> um, yeah. Just love doing that problem solving kind of stuff, and still having emotion there, you know, still having the yeah. and the character <laughs> arcs and things like that as well. Mm. Sure, they're there. Yeah, yeah, love it. Awesome. Um, so before we let you go, um. Just tell us where we can get it. Tell tell listeners where we can buy it and where they can follow you on your socials. If you've got a website and all that stuff, it's it's your yeah. time. Plug plug plug. Right. <laughs> well, uh, I don't have a website yet, but um, you can. My uh, Instagram is anti static librarian, uh, the anti static librarian. Um, you can get it at uh, Harry Hartog's. Any any good bookshops will sell it. Um, I did my one of my book launches at Harry Hartog's at um, Maitland, which was awesome fun. That was kind of, kind of scary though, because um, for the first ten minutes, nobody came near the table. <laughs> um, but then, then it was all good. Um, yeah. So from where any any good bookshops will have it, and uh, you can also get it online through Shoreline Publishing. And uh, yeah, and while you're there, guys, uh, buy my book because it's on Shoreline Publishing too. Yeah, right next to to mine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Jason. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. It's been awesome. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for asking us up. Uh, It it made eating the pie with ABBA, um, you know, (laughs) worth it. You guys had just messaged. Uh, when I was in the park, so. yeah. <laughs> well, um, now, now, now I'm thinking that'd probably be a good children's book or something. Like, it, like it sounds like a children's book, you know, eating pie with Abba, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> or, or eating eating a pie, hearing Abba while I cry. There you go. There's a nice little little rhyming children's book for you. There you go. Well, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. So don't even think about. It. I can. No, I can barely. No, I can no, barely. No. I can barely write a sentence, so the chances of me writing a book is not going to happen. So go for it. That, that was Sky, right? Or was it Cry or Pie? Or Sky with Pie. Which one did Brian? That was cry, cry, cry. Okay, it, it flowed really well. That's all. Yeah. I'll be I'll be doing that when when you make your first million off my children's book idea. I'll be crying. <laughs> I'll be doing this one. Check it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we'll get you back on the podcast to promote it. And 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Chris, can, Chris, Chris can do that one. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thanks for listening, yeah. guys. Remember, yeah. if, reach, if you are an author, reach out um, the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We're happy to have you on. Um, stories underscore podcast on Instagram. We're mostly active there. And um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Thanks so much, guys. You rock. Rock on.